to Biblical Talks Podcast with Michael Tolliver. This podcast is dedicated to biblical teaching and having worldview discussions from a biblical perspective. Here is today's podcast. The righteousness of God is through faith. Romans 3, 27 to 31. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By the law of works? No, by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of the Jews only? Is he not the God of the Gentiles also? Oh, yes, of the Gentiles also. Since God is one, who would justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith? Do we then overthrow the law by this faith? By no means. On the contrary, we uphold the law. Beloved of the Lord, since no one can be right or righteous before God by keeping the law, Paul now explained the right standing with God comes through faith in the atoning works of Jesus on the cross. In verse 21 to 26, God's saving righteousness has been manifest in the death of Jesus Christ so that God, justice and love are reconciled on the cross. So the question Paul asks in verse 27 is then, what becomes of our boasting? Listen, if the way to God is the way of faith and receiving that faith. For Ephesians 2 and 8 says, for by grace you are saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. Then our boasting and human achievement is gone. There was a certain kind of Jew that kept a prophet and lost account with God. That was a certain kind of Jew who strictly kept every detail of the ceremonial law. And for every time he carried out one of the law's little regulations, he made the entrance on the side of credit. He came to a frame of mind which he somewhat held that God was indebted to him. Paul's whole position was that every man is a sinner that no man could ever put himself back into a right relationship with God through his own effort, that every man is God debtor and all ground for self-righteousness and boasting in one achievement are forever gone. The apostle Paul has demonstrated this from chapter one and he made it so clear and plain. The way of salvation is to be only in Christ and by Christ. And now he turns back to the original subject about the total inability of every Jew, every Gentile to justify themselves before God. My friend, Brother Tripp, says this this way. Listen to this. There is simply nothing you can do to gain God's favor. You have to accept this and remember this. You will never be righteous enough for long enough to satisfy God's holy requirements. Your thoughts will never be clean enough. Your desires will never be holy enough. Your words will never be spotless enough. 
your choices and action will never be God glorifying enough. The bar is too high for you and I to reach. There are no exceptions. We all live on the same way of the law and the same helplessness to sin. We all better be rebels than submissive. We all more naturally proud than humble. We are all more given to idolatry than to the worship of God. We do better at making war with our neighbors than loving them. We all find envy more natural than contentment. We are all thieves in one way or another. We are all covenants. Uh, we all covet what others have. We naturally bend the truth than protect it. We condemn with our words rather than giving grace. We lay down evidence every day that we will never independently reach God's standard. Oh, that was so good. Listen, for all have sinned and come short of God's glory. Now, that doesn't mean that there is no difference between sinners. Let me illustrate something to you. Let's suppose that we live in California and the people in California play a game called jump into Catalina. Catalina Island is out in the Pacific Ocean, at least 15, 20 miles from the shore of California. And let's say we go down to the pier in Santa Monica, Santa Monica and we, we're going to jump into this ocean. And we're going to see how far can we jump to Catalina Island. And somebody is going to say, that's impossible to jump. Frankly, no one has jumped that far. But it's a lot of fun playing the game. And suppose you and I play the game. Suppose you and I uh, try to play this game called jumping to Catalina Island. Now, you may be able to jump further than I can jump, but you will miss Catalina too. The person who jumped the longest get the wettest and has to swim back to shore the longest. And of course, nobody can jump to Catalina. Some are better than others, but it's rather childish to play a game like that and say I jumped further than you did. I'm better than you are. I'm a better church member than you are. Suppose you are, and you may well be, but what difference does that make? You have not come up to God's glory either. Beloved, for all have sinned and come short of God's glory. Romans 3 and 23. For by the works of the Lord, no man will be justified in God's sight. Romans 3 and 20. Beloved, it leaves no room whatsoever for exception. That means you. Paul knew he would be accused of being against the law. For arguing that a man was justified apart from the keeping of the law. So Paul introduced him to defense. He will later develop in chapter six and seven. Listen. If God is saving by faith in Christ and not of your merits or your works, then where is the boasting? What is it that you and I have to brag about? We can't even brag about the fact that we believe the Bible. We can't even give glory in that today. We have nothing to glory in. Paul says, what then is your boasting? He asked the question he raises. This is the answer to that question. It's omitted. By what law? Or words? No, by the law of faith. 
The word law in the first case is not restricted to the Old Testament law, but it means the principle of law. In law, anything you think you can do. The second reference to the word law excluded the new old and excluded the Old Testament law, which means simply a rule or a principle of faith. In other words, God has the human race not on a merit system, but based on simply believing what he has done for us. Therefore, it eliminates boasting. Everything is is gone in the individual. While Christ alone is lifted high and in the infinite greatness of his glory and of his person and the infinite value of his work and the shedding of his blood and righteousness, Christ is all and in all. Listen, in God's wealth and resource of his grace, boasting is eliminated. We have nothing to boast about. It's all grace. John 1, 12, 13 says this. But to all who receive him, who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. In other words, you are saved not because you are educated. Not because you came from a family that has money, prestige, or respect. Not because you are black or white. Hey, not because you are poor either. We are saved because God the Father chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. Let that sink in for a minute. Before you was even thought of, God chose you. That is a very humbling thought. Listen to Ephesians 2 and 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a consequence of works so that no one may boast. Listen, when I first understood that, the only reason why I believe the good news in the gospel of Jesus Christ is because God gave me the gift to believe it. That's a very humble thing. That 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 just got to me. That faith I have is a gift, so I ha- I cannot boast in anything. Listen, the word boast means to inflate pride, to brag about your worth. Beloved, I have nothing to boast about except the cross of Jesus Christ, by which the word is crucified to me and I am to the world. Listen. Faith omits works of the law. But did it do away with the entire Old Testament revelation? Of course not. Paul demonstrated in the next chapter of Romans by the Old Testament illustration of two men, Abraham and David, that it did not exclude that. These two men were saved, not by the law, but by faith. To begin with, Abraham was born and lived and died 400 years before the law was ever given. Abraham did not live based on the Mosaic Mosaic law, but it was not yet given to him that day. God saved him on a different basis, which is by faith. Somebody said, well, then uh, what about David? How do you think David got saved? By keeping the law? Of course not. The Old Testament makes it very clear that David broke the law 
And yet God saved them. How? Well, he saved them by faith. David trusted God and believed in God. Even in his, in his sin, he confessed to God. God accepted him and saved him by faith. So to be declared righteous is the faith alone and grace alone and Christ alone. Let me say that again. To be declared righteous is in faith alone, grace alone, and in Christ alone. Today, my friend, when you and I would take the position that we are sinners, we can come to and trust God and Christ as our Savior, regardless of who we are, where we are, and how we are, and what we are, God will save us. Let me say that one more time. If you and I would take the position that we are sinners, and we can come to God and trust Christ as our Savior, regardless of who we are, where we are, how we are, and what we are, God will save us. For God today has put man on one basis and one basis alone. His question is, what will you do with my son who died for you on the cross? What are you going to do with Jesus? That's a song called Me on Your Mind. And I love these words to this song. Listen to these words. I have read your words and read how you left the 99 to find one missing. Feels like that was written with me on your mind. And the prodigal son who ran, leaving his home behind, the part where the father came running to meet him, did you say that with me on your mind? Who am I that the king of the world would give one single thought about my broken heart? Who am I that the God of all grace wipes the tears from my face and says, come as you are. You paid the price. You took the cross. You gave your life and you did it all with me on your mind. Wow. Beloved, have a blessed day. For listening to Biblical Talks. This podcast is solely supported by listener donations. Please go to BiblicalTalks.com to support this podcast and have a blessed day.